Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. And I know that you are here to listen to the best humans on the planet to grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. Let's do this. What's up, party people? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. And I am here on Winject. And as you guys know, I love chilling out here on Winject because they have been an amazing source for me to reach a broader audience, for me to streamline my look, streamline my podcast, uh, lift up the numbers that I have been getting as far as downloads. And Winject has really been amazing. So if you are not a part of my free community yet, please go on to winject.com slash register, register for a free membership there. Just go on there, register for free. And then look for uh, Nina Perez and be a part of my community because I have already written a bunch of ebooks and classes I want to start doing on there and free, um, you know, behind the scenes type of work. And I really want you to be a part of that. So please, please go on there. And you could also like go directly to winject.com slash groups slash Nina Perez. And then you can also be a uh, part of the groups. That way you'll get right onto the page where you register to be in my group. I am so stoked uh, to be here today. I'm I realize a lot of the things that I've gone through in my life. And, uh, you know, this year, as, as you guys who watched me, I think it was like two weeks ago, was talking about my word of the year, which is transformation. And for me, that word means really taking everything in my life that I have gone through and actually transforming it into something valuable uh, in business and in my life, right? And um, I want to make sure that... Um, that I bring value to you, that I actually bring value that you actually get to take away from the time that you spend with me on these lives and on my podcast and, and walk away with something tangible and something that you can implement in your life or help someone else implement if it's not really direct, directly um, impacting you, right? So the whole point of broadcasting or podcasting and all of that is to actually put something of value into the world Yes, a lot of people put out garbage 
but they find their tribe. They find people who want that stuff. I want to find the people who are heart centered and actually want to do something to move forward in their life. That's the kind of people I want to uh, deal with, work with and impact, right? Um, hello. Hello, my love. This is my beautiful hubby, the webbies. I love him so much. Um, and I want you guys to like, if you're on here, say hello, comment, all of that. And if you are someone who has something to say of the topic that I'm going to be speaking about, I want to interact with you because it's important that you understand that I hear you, that I hear your voice, and also that what I'm saying actually resonates with you, good or bad, right? You might not even agree with what I'm saying, but I still want to hear what you have to say, right? I love healthy dialogue. I really, really do. So I wanted to talk to you guys about toxic shame. And the reason I wanted to talk about toxic shame is because it's something that has affected my life for a very long time. And I really want to know from you guys if anybody's ever dealt with shame, shame on any level, right? Toxic shame just kind of sticks around with you longer than it needs to, right? It's kind of like uh, when you're having a conversation with somebody who has bad breath and it just won't stop, right? That toxic shame is like that. It just sticks around and you don't want it there. But uh, sometimes we just ignore it and we leave it there. And, you know, I'm reading a, a really good book by uh, John Bradshaw. And if you uh, are not familiar with him, I really highly recommend you pick up his books. Um, John uh, uh, Bradshaw has a book on shame. I think it's Healing the Shame That Binds You. I think it's the, the title of the book I'm reading right now. It's a phenomenal book. And in there, he said that toxic shame is the greatest form of learned domestic violence. Wow. Toxic shame is the greatest form of learned domestic violence. That is just so freaking powerful. And for those of you who have ever dealt with domestic violence or have been a part of domestic violence or even witnessed domestic violence, you realize how, the impression that it leaves in you, right? The fear that it causes, uh, the PTSD that it causes, the, um, the, the untrustworthiness to other, towards others that it causes because domestic violence is a real thing and a very harsh thing in people's lives. So so what he's saying is you learn it, it, toxic shame actually impacts you and hurts your life. It is a form of domestic violence. And we get a lot of that, unfortunately, domestically through our parents, our siblings, people that are around us in our home. It's usually where it starts, right? This toxic shame that just sticks around you all, you know, and, and starts to contaminate the way you see yourself, the way you see um, your circumstances, the way you see your life, the way you see other people, the way you trust and see other people or those around you, it starts to infect you, right? Infect you and spread like an ugly disease, right? And so toxic shame is something that we have to contend with. We have to deal with because it keeps you from doing the things that make you uh, want to thrive in life, feel better in life, move forward in life. And so a lot of shame comes in and it starts to stop you. And you don't even know why you do the things you do. Why don't you, you know, start that business you want to start? Why don't you move the way where you want to move to? Why aren't you, you know, traveling the way you want to travel? What is going on? And it's because toxic shame comes comes in and you don't even realize it. It now becomes part almost of your personality and your neural pathways of your brain. And it starts to stop you from being who you authentically and really are meant to be. Who are you really inside? Who are you really? Right. And some of us don't stop to ask the question. That's the problem. And toxic shame 
as a result of trauma, let's say as a child has left you feeling unworthiness, you're not good enough, you know, things happen to you where people were supposed to freaking protect you, right? And it really starts to come in and really formulate your brain and who you are as a person, right? It's, oh, oh, I love this. Oh my gosh. It's an anchor around the neck. Yes. Yes, it is. It is an anchor around your neck. And not only is it an anchor around your neck, it feels like an anchor in the water around your neck, right? So it's one thing to have this heaviness in your life all the time, this freaking shame that just traumatizes you all the freaking time. And you're saying, oh, no, Nina, I don't deal with it all the time. If you are not being and living and the authentic and trueness of who you were created to be because you are afraid of doing this and don't want to do that, and maybe this will happen, and who about that, and what is this person saying? You are living in it. I'm sorry, but you are. And toxic shame as the result of what happens to us as kids, and, and you're trying to navigate in your brain, you know, why this is happening, you know, who can you trust? Right. And when you are with family, let's just start with the domestic violence part. Right. When you are with family and family hurts you and comes against you and you are a child, you do not feel like you are worth anything. You don't feel good enough and you start to learn survival skills. And sometimes those survival skills are fear not doing something, not, not walking outside the line, being a perfectionist, making sure you get, you know, a hundred all the time, making sure people perceive you in a certain way. Right. So you need to start asking yourself, why is it that I care about how people perceive me? You might find out that there's some shame in there that you want to make sure nobody sees because they're going to perceive you in this wrong way. I know that I had to do the work and I'm still doing the work and I am helping the women that I'm working with do the work. Why? I want freedom, bro. I want freedom. Okay. And my grandchild says, are you serious right now, bro? <laughs> yes, I'm serious right now, bro. You know, it is time for us to make these decisions that are going to um, transform the way we see ourselves and try to really grab what that is, is what that shame is and that toxicity that's coming into our lives because freaking life is short. And now, you know, I'm telling my husband, like I'm 50 now, right? 50 is half halfway through my life. I'm, I'm done with 50 years of my life is done, right? Because we are not, we can't go back. I can't reach back and pull it. I can't right? All I could do is move forward to the 51 and the 52. If God blesses me with having more years in my life, I cannot keep living in a place of toxicity and shame for the rest of my freaking life, right? So like, I want to help you guys transcend that and self-actualize who you really are because we cannot stay stuck here forever because the next 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, I don't know how long I have on this planet. I don't know how long you have on this planet. Let's freaking go for it, right? And I know that sometimes maybe you said, no, Neen, I have a beautiful childhood. I did really great in my childhood. Okay, then maybe there's some shame that could come in from decisions that you've made. I know it was for me because I had a lot of toxicity in my childhood and then made stupid ass decisions that brought me more shame in my life, right? If I'm going to be completely transparent, there's a lot of things I've done in my life that have caused me a lot of pain and caused others a lot of pain because of, well, toxicity just causes toxicity, right? So I, I was going through this, like this, this 
cleansing of toxic feelings in my life. And I realized all the, you know, some, not all, because my list would be too long for me to mention of all the things that I have done in my life that have caused me shame. It's just too long of a list. Right. And so I, I, I know that for me, some of the things that I have done in my past have caused people pain and hurt, but also caused me pain and hurt because I, I believe in healthy shame where shame comes in and changes you. And you're like, you know what? I repent of that. I'm sorry. And you, you change your person, you change your thought process and you move forward into becoming a better person. But when you have toxicity and shame that you haven't dealt with, then you are just being eaten up alive. Your life is being eaten up alive. And so is everything you you want to do in your life being eaten up alive in my past. And those of you who have read my book in my past marriage, I had an affair because he had an affair and I wanted to get him back. And I had an affair and that's not who I am as a human. And when I did it, I felt shame. I felt the shame because I knew that that's not even me. That's not who I am. And I did it anyway, out of spite and anger and hurt. Right. So when you do things like this, when you're when you're having uh, uh, affairs, when you're, you know, um, uh, uh, repeating a pattern of damaging relationships, like say some like I was I had a domestic violence past. Right. My 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 son's father tried to kill me. A lot of you know that. If I would have kept going into the next relationship, which actually was an emotional damage, my marriage was an emotional and mental F up. It wasn't like of, of, um, a physical one, like my first relationship, but that relationship also caused damage. And then I said to myself, what am I doing here? What is this pattern? And I started to feel shame around that shame around not knowing who I was choosing the wrong people in my life, you know, going through all this stuff. So, so you see what I mean about shame? Shame can creep in into a lot of different ways, guys. It's not just, oh, I was molested as a child or I was beaten or I was raped or whatever that is. It could be making a bad decision in your business and losing a lot of money. It could be having everything going well and then losing everything and feeling ashamed of that. Like I, I told my husband this recently, we were talking and I, I realized that I was starting to develop some shame and anxiety and I, but I wasn't sure where it was coming from. And it was because I, when, once I did all the work and started like really asking myself these questions, I realized that it was because back in, you know, 2008, as uh, most of you who are adults know, we had a bad recession. Now me and my husband were doing really well at the time. And we were about to purchase the home we were living in. We had two cars, you know, our kids, we're doing great at school. We had, they had everything they needed. Like all this great stuff was happening. And then we lost everything. We lost everything. And we're pretty much homeless without our own home for about a year and a half. Right. And it was the toughest times ever. It was just sleeping in our friend's you know, couches, sleeping on the floors, you know, sleeping in our car when we didn't really want to bother them sleeping in hotel rooms, you know, things like that. Right. And I realized that that brought a lot of hurt and shame into my life because, you know, uh, my friend who was giving us the couch, she's amazing. And I love her, but she was doing well. And her husband was doing well. Like they, they, they were working and they still had their jobs and everything. Me and my husband were scrambling to get a hundred dollars or $200 a month. It was bad. It was so bad. Right. Cause my husband's in construction. All of his contracts had canceled and he had no work. It was a tough, tough, tough time. Okay. And that brought a lot of hurt, a lot of shame, 
a lot of anger, a lot of um, questioning myself. Was I doing the right thing? Am I smart enough? Can I do this? And all of that came in and that toxic shame will keep you from uh, seeking to feel better. Like, um, you know, finding a mentor, finding counseling, going to therapy, uh, exercising, you know, exercising your mind and your body. Um, it, it stops you from doing all of those things because you are ashamed. And I realized that, that, that was starting to creep back up because I know that right now we are in a recession. Everything is super high priced. It is extremely hard for all of us to go to the grocery store. I almost had a heart attack when I almost paid $7 for a dozen eggs. I'm like, I'm just gonna go buy some chickens. <laughs> right. And the truth is, is that, that really, you know, did something to me that 2008 experience. And now with this horrible time that we're in, um, in, uh, in recession and, and lack, there's also beauty. There's also the fact that I'm building a brand new business. There's also the fact that I'm helping people transcend their shame and move forward in their life. There's also these great things. And I had to really refocus my positive mind, my positive intelligence and my emotional intelligence to shift and make things see uh, and see things the way they can be as opposed to how I want to feel like they are, which is oppression, right? Like feeling this deep oppression of what's happening in the world and around us all the time. And getting into politics is another hard thing to do because when you do that, you start to hear all these different sides of the story and you try to kind of see what the truth is, right? And it's, it's, it's just all messed up. So I just, I know that for me, I reach out to other coaches, my mentors. I reach out to uh, people who are in the um, uh, mental health space and all of that. And I, and being myself a person who is into personal development in a mental health space as well, I really utilize those tools to help me move forward and to help my family move forward. Right. I mean, pretty much all of us are entrepreneurs. My husband's an entrepreneur. My kids are all entrepreneurs. I mean, I mean, it's a tough, it's a tough life, but it is a life I am not ashamed of. And for a long time, I was ashamed. I was ashamed of a lot of things. And that's really helped me stay stuck. It really helps you stay stuck when you have a lot of shame. And asking for help, you know, requires you to be vulnerable. It's going to require you to look deep. It's going to require you to have courage. It's going to require you to be able to step forward and be real about what's going on in your life. It's going to, it's going to be there to help you, um, you, you really have to transcend that toxic shame and really try to move forward with your life. And the only way to do that, the only way to do that is by really being vulnerable and having the courage to say I effed up, or this has happened to me and it's causing me to stay stuck because it will prevent you. Toxic shame will prevent you from loving yourself. It's going to prevent you from loving others. It's going to constantly tell you that, that you're not good enough, that no one loves you, that uh, when people tell you they love you, it's not real, right? And it, it makes you feel like if people know who you really are, what you really like, what you dislike, that you are, um, you are not going to be liked, that you're not going to be loved, and that nobody will really respect you or love you underneath all the facade. But I'm telling you, that's not true. Everyone 
or at least everyone that I want to be around really, really accepts people for who they really authentically are, as opposed to who they're trying to make pretend they are because they want people to see them a certain way. And it's not even who they are. Toxic shame is your internal bully. And I hate bullies, right? It tells you the lie that you are not good enough. It tells you the lie that you can't move forward. It tells you the lie that you're going to F this up. It tells you the lie that you, you know, what are you doing trying to pursue dreams? That's not going to happen. That is a lie. My husband will probably laugh because I always say that's a lie from the pit of hell. Right. And the truth is, is that toxic shame is an internal bully. And we have to learn how to uh, maneuver that and, and quiet that bully down right? Quiet that bully down. Not that I don't think uh, uh, this toxic shame ever really completely goes away because there's so many layers to what happens in our life, but there is a way to shut it down and raise up who you are authentically and raise up your awareness of where you want to be in life. And that's what I'm working on in my life. And that's what I want you to work on in your life, because that's where you're going to see true change, true wealth, true transformation, true authenticity, right? That's where you're going to see it. When you start to shut those ugly, stupid voices down, those bullies that come to try to uh, judge you and try to keep you in a, in a certain place, walking a certain way. Remember your brain is only there to protect you. When you were a kid or when you've effed up, it traumatized the brain and you did something at that moment to survive, right? If that means shutting down being an introvert, acting shy, staying within yourself. It could mean all of those things. It could mean pushing back. It could mean all of those things that you had to do to survive and transcend that shame. And now your brain has said, okay, that's what we do now. When something new comes in, when something different comes in, when something tries to hurt us comes in, this is what we do. We shut down. We stay quiet. We don't say anything. We move, you know, we move in quietness. We don't have anybody around us. And the more you listen to those lies without questioning them, the more power they have over your life and the more they stick around. Because the truth is, is negativity loves to be here and it's all over. It's everywhere. I can promise you that if you wanted to start a blog or a podcast on just negative talk, you'd have billions of people following you because negativity loves negativity right? And the more you listen to that, the more you listen to the lies without questioning them, you're going to keep giving these things power and authority over your life. And you are going to regret it. I promise you that as you try to move on in life and as you get older, and maybe even if in your deathbed, you're going to be pissed the hell off that you did not transcend all of that shame in your life and stayed stuck. You're going to freaking regret it. I know I am. I'm regretting it at 50. I know I'm regretting a lot of things that I have let control my life in my past. Now, does that mean that I will um, sit and regret all my life? Nope, because I've learned to transcend that. But the truth is, is yeah, I wish I could have done things a little bit differently. I can't because we can't go back, but we can the hell move forward. And that's what I want to encourage you to do. I, I thought about this. I thought about, I was, you know, looking at my grandkids, right? So one is going to be, he's 13. He's going to be 14. Um, and the other little peanut, um, is going to be four. And then I have my, my, my grandbaby, baby, he's going to be four too. Oh my God. I can't believe it. So anyway, I'm, I'm in the, um, living room and I'm watching my grandkids play and all that. And I'm looking at my grandson who's going to be 14. And do you know that at his age, I was already, um, uh, doing things I shouldn't have been doing. 
And I was already uh, at, at that at the 13 year old, I was already beaten, molested. Um, I was already in a domestic violent relationship. I was already um, intimate. I was doing all of the things I shouldn't be doing. And I'm looking at him and saying, I was a baby. I was a child. What was I thinking? Right? You're a child and you have no covering, no protection. And then you're looking at these little tiny babies and these little kids and you're thinking to yourself, wow, like I was, I was, I was a child. I was innocent. I was, I was uncomplicated. I was playful. I was trusting. I was loving. Um, and you know, children have this innate ability, right. To, to bond with people and the spiritual being and to be completely trusting and loving. Right. I was looking at my grandkid. He's like, he's like making little puppets behind this the screen he's so freaking cute and he's like look an alligator in the water and all he's doing is this alligator in the water and we're like giving him praises and i'm thinking he's a child he's a child and yet this damage comes in from people who are shame bound and damage themselves and they damage others and you have to give yourself grace you were a kid you made a mistake. And even if you were older and you made a mistake, give yourself grace. If you were a child, you had nothing to do with what happened to you. You had nothing to do with it. You were a child. All right. So I want you the next time as an exercise, when you are around children, look at them and say, wow, at this, at this age, look how innocent this little kid is. Look how fragile this kid is. Look how, you know, how much they're trying to find themselves at certain ages. Like give yourself some grace. Okay. Give yourself some grace and realize that that shame came in because, because, um, somebody else decided to do something to you that you cannot control. And if it was based on your own decisions, it's because you were not wise enough or, or smart enough at the time, let real good shame kind of transcend you of who you really are, like make you better, but don't let toxic shame come in and hurt you anymore. You know, not uh, you know, not all people, um, uh, uh, you, you can't trust all people, of course, but according to, um, uh, uh, some, some things I was reading about like shame and experts and all of this great stuff, because I'm really getting into this and I love it so much is you can go in and you can deal with this shame. You can really work on this. I promise you that you can. Um, the problem is that toxic shame, um, uh, doesn't even let you trust you. That's the thing right? You have to want to do the work. And what happens a lot of times is we are so shameful about the things that we have done or the things that were done to us that we, you know, don't trust ourselves. Like, have you ever made yourself a promise? I'm going to lose, you know, 30 pounds by, you know, August and you're only 10 pounds down because you didn't do the work. Now you don't trust yourself. So you don't trust yourself to lose the weight. You don't trust yourself to go to the gym. You don't trust yourself anymore. And that starts to build up shame because you promised people something and you didn't deliver. And I'm telling you that I'm telling you that that shame is going to be toxic and it's going to stay with you forever. If you don't deal with it, it really starts to cause a demise in your life and what you want to do in your future. I don't want you living there anymore. Stop stop because only you can stop it. Only you can stop it. Right now. I highly recommend that you work with people to help you with that, but you need to really deal with what's going on. That's not letting you kind of like, just, just like click over to that next thing that you're trying to. Now, most of us, I'm a perfectionist. I will ram my, I will ram right through a problem and I will just keep it moving. Right. But 
never to the full extent of where I want to go in life. Because if you have shame, I don't care how high you go. There's still something that pulls you back. You are not a hundred percent actualized into the person you are supposed to be. There's always going to be something that pulls you. And the problem with toxic shame is that when you don't trust yourself, it can be years of believing something that is not even true about you. It's years of believing something that's not even true about you. And it is outdated and it is time to get rid of it. Now you probably, like I said, promised yourself so many things in life and have broken them. And therefore you don't even trust yourself anymore, right? So you can't trust yourself. Who can you trust? Trust yourself. Give yourself grace. Understand that you are dealing with something that is toxic, something that is a bully, something that is a domestic violence against you. All right. Ignoring it is not going to help you. It's not going to completely actualize who you are in life, what you are built for and made for, what you have dreamed of, right? When we were kids, we dreamed of doing all this great stuff. And then something happened where we became realist and don't do those things anymore. Forgive yourself and forgive the other people who have shamed you. It is not, it is just not worth carrying all of that in your life. It is important that you grow and develop as a person. And the only way to grow and develop as a person is to let go of shame, to forgive yourself and forgive yourself for not doing everything you told yourself you're going to do. Set yourself free from that anger, from that negative feeling that you have been putting and impeding in your life. putting in your life and it's been impeding your progress. Okay. I want you to win. And the only way you can win is to deal with that bully, that ugly bully of shame and toxicity that comes into your life that stops you from being the person that I know you can be. I know you can right now. I know that we always here out there. Oh, you're amazing. You're great. You're perfect. Just the way you are. Well, not everybody is. There's pedophiles out there. There's rapists out there. There's human traffickers out there. I'm not going to tell you that they're the best people they can be. That's just shit, right? That they do that to other people and the shame that they bring on others, right? Like when I was beaten and raped, that put shame in my life. When I was molested as a child, that brought on shame in my life. When I made the bad decisions that I made in relationships, that put shame in my life. And I don't want to be ashamed anymore. And that's why I wrote the book. That's why I teach what I teach. That's why my practice is growing because I don't want to be ashamed anymore. And I, the hell don't want you to be ashamed anymore. I want you to be free and I want you to win. And whatever that means to you, It doesn't mean to have billions of dollars. It could just mean to move forward. It could just mean to do something completely different that you never thought that you would do. It it, it could mean just moving to a new place or starting a new career or having a new job or starting a great relationship. It could be any of those things. But the whole point is, is that you deal with this monster that is eating at your life slowly. And that is shame. And I want you to literally call his ass out. Like when they come, I want you to look at it and say, no, you are not welcomed here. You are not to be here anymore. I'm done with you and move forward. I am so glad that I have this opportunity to pour into your life. And I hope that this impacts you in in any way that you receive it. I am Nina Perez. If you want to talk to me, just email me at hello at straighttalknosugaraddit.com and let me know what you thought, what you think, 
that you want to work with me, that you want to be on the podcast. I don't know, whatever that is. This is Nita Purse. This is Winject right here. Make sure that you like, smash that button, all of that great stuff. You know the drill. I love you guys so much for being here. And I thank you because without you, I wouldn't be doing this. I am truly, truly, truly grateful. Until next time. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. You are the best, okay? I have the best podcasting community ever. I really do. And I appreciate you guys being on here. Make sure you go on to winject.com slash register, W-I-N-J-E-C-T.com slash register and register for my free community because I want to be really um, connected with you and I want us to brainstorm and be with each other and connect in a deeper way. If you are looking for coaching, please make sure that you also email me at hello at straighttalknosugaredit.com. I work with women and I help them develop that business that they are envisioning in their hearts so that they can win. Thank you guys so much for being here. Love you, love you, love you. This is Dina Perez, Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Until next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.